G'day, Trendsetters. Welcome to episode 547 of the Transmute Podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, it's nice and simple. All you have to do is jump on through to the website, transmove.com, or send me through an email, tim at transmove.com. Ah, we'll just jump straight into it, because everything that's going on in my little world, I'll fill in, in the next loads of episodes. Uh, today's question comes from Armin, who right, who has a pretty nice looking treadmill. I just sent me a video of him running on a treadmill the other day, and he's well yesterday, and he's got these. Um, oh, I did say what they're called, and I've seen them a hundred times recently. They're um, like a harness that, when you run, it takes um, a certain percentage of your um, body weight off to because he's coming back from a calf injury. Uh, I, I first saw him with um, Cam Brown yeah, um, was using one as he's coming back from a calf injury. That, that, but that's a very nice looking treadmill he has. Um, which we're also talking about Cam Brown. Um, if you guys are not following Cam Brown on Instagram, he's about to be. He's fifty years old. He's the oldest pro triathlete on the on the circuit. He's about to do Challenge Roth, and he wants to be the wants to be the fastest fifty year old in the world. So he he's worth a follow on Instagram. He he's doing Instagram better than just about most. He, well, we, up until in the last few months, he was I thought he was doing Instagram better than just about every other pro I've seen. Another good person all of a sudden on Instagram is Pete Jacobs. He's geez, he's been a really, really good follow. He he went off into the um, you know funny little parts of the world in his head, I guess. Um, in recent years on Instagram, um, for, I still followed him. I'm a big Pete uh, fan, but in the lead up to he's he's making a comeback to Iron Man. He's forty years old. He was really good following on um, social media. It's yeah, well, give give him a follow too if you if you like following pro triathletes and the ones that want to give you value um, in return, not just click on to this sponsor. You know, going going for a run in my Oakley Sunnies, you know, best shades in the world. Click click click. Yeah, that I, I don't enjoy that sort of instagram they've got to provide me um value to want to to want to follow them and i'm not asking for 20 percent off their sponsors i'm just want to i click on social media because you know i want to learn something and i want to be entertained and so they those two are really good anyway i, I scooted off there i wasn't going to talk and then i was uh today's question comes from Armin, who writes lionel sanders is in flagstaff arizona for altitude training, it appears he is living and training at altitude. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, all the literature I have read is that the most effective altitude training for is living high, high altitude and training at low altitude. What are your thoughts? So, <coughs> a, a, a few things there. I guess that's slowly, slowly changing. Um, it comes down. Really does. <laughs> come down to um what's that intensity control they've been doing it in cycling for 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 years um living high training high (laughs) um just for years have been doing doing that um and for triathletes in the past i think a lot of it 
came down to um, we're running at pace, and, uh, and it's not just cyclists. What are, um, a lot of these uh, marathoners have been doing it, doing this for years as well. Um, so, but again, it comes down to um, intensity control. You see, um, I, I I subscribe to Sweat Elite. And on that, they write a lot of in-depth um, articles, and um, and it's a good website to subscribe. I think I think it's like fifty dollars a year you pay, something something like that. It's not much money at all, and you get some really good information. And they talk about um, all all these, um, you know, the best in the world marathoners. What are they doing? How are they doing it? And why are they doing it? And they'll go out off for these, um, you know, their long runs. They'll, they'll start off slow and build their their pace up slowly. But even their um, race pace, so to speak, in high altitude on dodgy ground footings, um, while it's race pace, it's 10, 15 seconds per, per kilometre slower than if it was sea level on ground. So they've, it's a, li- a little... A little bit of um, controlled, controlled on pace, but and we see these Norwegians. They'll they'll go to altitude. They'll do a round of testing, lactate testing, to make sure they're getting the right intensity for that, and then they'll start off. We saw um, oh, I forget her name. She um oh come to me um anyway we'll see we've seen um athletes go to and it's not just one I'm, I can't think of her name um, they go to altitude they they feel great for that first few days a week and then they hit a wall hard because they've been keeping their intensity at such a the same level as what they were on ground so but the benefits of training high um, living high it's 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 there the benefits are there but I go back to who I just mentioned before, Pete Jacobs. When he was asked about attitude training and um, do you think there's benefits to it, and he, he he had a really, really good reply. He says he, he there are benefits to it. He sees the benefits to it, but they're so, you know, they're so, they're, we're not talking about major percentages here. They're, they're very low percent benefits compared to um, others of that same level not doing it. But the level of um, getting stuff stuff wrong with it, whether you're doing the wrong intensity or whether you don't, whether you come back down to sea level and you don't do it at the right timing, the level of mistakes is significantly higher at attitude. And on race day, when you're already, when we're talking Ironman, when you're already, um, or, or whatever the distance you want to do. When you get back to on race day and you're all recovered, you're all tapered, you're all in peak form, the percentage, when it, it's, it's so minor. It's, yeah, it's, it's for someone, I can understand someone like um, Lionel Sanders who's taps, tapping into as much as possible and, um, he, he, he doesn't mind living out of a hotel, I guess, or a suitcase for weeks on end. Um, and I was talking to actually my son Jack about the Norwegians, how 
they just I don't know how I, I, I what they're doing is incredible and what their um, achievings are just crazy and I can't stop following them and I can't stop watching everything and reading everything about them but I wonder how happy they're going to be how happy they are now how happy they're going to be in years to come because all they do is live out of <laughs> live out of a hotel they get up early they train they come back they eat they go back out they train they come back have an hour's sleep they go back out they train they come back have dinner sleep all night and do a load of testing and there's I can't see that that's a sustainable lifestyle you know when they what's going to happen when they get married what's going to happen when there's kids involved are they going to wait till their career's over before they start all that is I don't know what I love watching them race I love everything about them but I just worry about the human side of that it's almost I keep thinking of the um the Russian guy out of Rocky you know he was a machine but I just yeah I wonder but but I do know um I so, so I saw a big difference when I went up to Cradle Mountain and I just um, ran from the car to the hotel and the air's a lot thinner up there. And I'm thinking, bloody hell. And then I'd go for these small, easy runs every day and I, I could feel, you know, geez, I'm really sucking air here. And then by within a few days, I was feeling really really good but but having said all that you can also mimic um altitude training i think i think from um i want to say 1500 meters up by doing a series of breath breath, breath easy for me to say um breath holds while doing physical exercise so if you do jump on a trainer and if you can get yourself an oxygen um reader yeah, you stick it on your hands to see your blood oxygen level. Um, you, you jump on the trainer, you start riding, have a good warm-up. Let's say you warm up for 20, 30 minutes. And then you start, to, you know, doing these series of breath holds. You, you hold, you breathe through, only breathe through your nose, you breathe through your nose. Breathe out. But hold that, hold that breath until you're starving. And you take a little sip here, hold, little sip there. It's mentally taxing, but you watch um, your... might be or it could be 1500 meters 50 it might be 1500 meters i think it's i forget i it's all written down if um the the oxygen advantage it's a really 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 good book if you like reading books i geez i recommend that to be your next book for everyone um and there's an audio version too i think so if you hate reading but you like listening to podcasts and stuff just go on to Audible and download a... Sign up for free if you haven't got an Audible account. Get your first book free. Download that and cancel cancel your subscription so you can listen to that book for free. It's, it will change the way you live. It's 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 an amazing book. They're talking about books. I've got a new book just about to come any day. It's to, um, start at the finish. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. But anyway... Um, if you guys have any other questions, jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com. Until next episode, hooray.